Hi, I'm Brooke. And I'm V. And together we make... White Noise! It's a podcast about celebration. It's also a podcast about transition. Today is February 27th of 2022, which is precisely one year. One year! One freaking year. Oh, so good. It's our first episode. So we've come so far. We really have. We really have. We don't have as many tech issues. Yeah. Yeah. We still have cats yelling at <laughs> That's us. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's we just still tech don't issues. post regularly. <laughs> we have a growing Instagram. <laughs> we do have a growing Instagram. Oh man, I'm super stoked on this episode. I think we, we have a lot just... to cover. Yeah, let's launch in. All right, let's get into it. Holy goodness to us, gracious. To white noise. This, to white to the noise. Podcast. To us fucking uh, making a podcast. Like not only making a podcast, but making a podcast for a for fucking a year. year. Yeah. Exactly. And also, this is episode 25, which is almost an episode every other week. Like I know almost, we didn't yeah. we, we didn't do it in you. that order, but no. like quantity wise that's yeah that's we've done it just 25 times and 25. knock on wood we haven't had any tech dif- difficulties like we did for so long mm-hmm. it used yep. to be every week there was something i i should have knocked on wood when you knocked on wood but i didn't but i can't not knock on wood so i'm gonna i'm gonna just real okay mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. should we I know we came in hot because we're feeling very cel- celebratory. Yeah, we I almost, are. I almost said celibate. We've been uh, <laughs> not recording, but chatting on Zoom for an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically. But the excitement is still here. We're so yes. happy. Oh, yes. my God. One year. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I know. We do have something rather sober to talk about. Should we do that? Yes, first. let's do the sober thing. Okay. And then we can do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's what we do best. Dumb shit. <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> Wording that things That might be poorly. the title. <laughs> yeah. Wording things poorly. Okay. Our, our sober topic is that we wanted to address what's happening in the Ukraine right now. Absolutely. Um, because essentially we are on the brink of World War Three, and it Hopefully feels really not, weird. Hopefully not, but... Yeah. It seems like that's the direction we're going. Sure does. Um, and it would feel really fucking weird to like do our whole shtick without acknowledging that at least. Mm-hmm. Um Brooke and I talked about this beforehand, but I, I don't it's, it feels so weird to like talk like this on the podcast because I'm so used to just like bullshitting, you know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. talking about well, like we've we've talked about serious stuff before, but not really like this, not like world not a global we've talked briefly about the global pandemic we've not talked about a global war though yeah we haven't really had life and times yeah yeah um yeah i think that for me and i won't i won't speak for brooke uh, i'll give her the floor in a sec but um you know i want to acknowledge that 
like some serious shit is going on, obviously. And I want to acknowledge that like our podcast, we are intentionally using it for escapism and silliness and joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, creativity. and creativity. And we are, we, we don't, we have a responsibility to educate ourselves, but we also, I don't personally feel have the like accreditation to educate <laughs> to put it mildly oh 100% to put it mildly no. yeah so yeah, um I, I think I just I want to yeah I want to acknowledge that that's happening that there's some fucked up shit happening in the world right now um and it's like getting even more fucked up and even more shitty as time goes on including the fact that like war is about to break out in Ukraine and um I want to acknowledge that like our, our podcast is going to continue to be what it has been. And, and we're going to encourage people to educate themselves and we'll, we'll include some links in the show notes. Um, if you want to try to help people in Ukraine ways to do that. Yeah. And the only thing I would add, cause you were so eloquent and said everything is just make sure that you are finding your sources from credible journalist, credible places, basically be wary of getting news on social media platforms or TikTok. That's social media. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Any of those just, yeah. We love a journalist. We, we do love a a journalist. Well, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think it's important to remember that like it's impossible for media not to be biased and Mm -hmm. so it can be really helpful to like reference multiple sources and yeah you know like because I I I totally fall into this trap where I'm like I get so overwhelmed by the news that I really can only stand to look at like one news source and then I'm Mm -hmm. like okay I I gotta break out of that because like I'm getting a very limited view of what's happening so right um, and it's I mean we're all a part of this same earth yeah and we are all Someone I heard on a podcast today, someone's like, someone said, if you are one of those people who runs away from the news and is afraid of the news Mm. because it's like bad vibes and not posse. Well, I hope that if you're, if when let's say you wake up and your house is on fire, your neighbors aren't saying that's Mm. not posse vibes. I'm going to look away. What would you want them to do? You would probably want them to engage and help and be a part of it so just that's something else to think about it is stay informed don't take on all the problems it's a happy medium yeah for sure yeah I want to say too like I'm not trying to like be on a high horse like I was walking (laughs) through my neighborhood the other day and saw a protest against what's happening in like what Putin what Putin Jesus Putin Putin. I, I like I pronounce the first half of his name like I was gonna say pubic <laughs> he's the pubic hair though <laughs> he, fuck he is we're gonna have drones on us I'm sure he's yeah got probably all his- <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah probably our little podcast well y'all know what happened to us if you know something happens to we us called him a pube it was an we accident called him a pube <laughs> it was it was unintentional technically I didn't even fully call him a pube I just said that I started to pronounce his name like that anyway I, I, you know, walked by this protest and like, I wasn't doing anything. I absolutely could have gone over there and joined and I didn't, you know, I saw it. I knew what it was about. And I went to a bookstore and I went to a plant shop and then I went back to my apartment. 
and I meal prepped my lunches for the week. And it's like such a weird, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Very weird. I feel like that is, um, I feel like calling it like summarizing it like that is kind of belittling to this situation. And I don't mean it to be, it's more just like, fuck dude like what the fuck what the fuck are we supposed to do i don't know that's the other thing i literally don't know other than stay informed and donate money Uh, i I guess i don't know i I I feel really weird about that because i'm like i don't really have a lot of money to give away (laughs) exactly no it's like yeah and and i'm in a very fortunate position I, i don't i don't pretend that i'm not um but even so, I still feel like, ooh, pockets are a little dry, dry, empty, small, small, scarce. I empty. don't know. Scarce. <laughs> There's cobwebs in my pockets. I don't oh, know. Man. I don't know. All right. Anyway, anyway. Anything else? I don't think so. I, it's it's hard it's hard to like go back to the like celebratory mood after that how about I transition with an appropriate joke <laughs> I can't wait to hear a joke that is appropriate to this situation um, so I remember excited. the first time that SNL came back on the air after 9-11 which Mm. SNL was recorded in New York City so it was this yeah um and the mayor mayor uh Rudy Giuliani came out and he was like hey guys I'm just here like we need to have fun this is supposed to be like this is SNL it's happening whatever he said and the joke was someone from the cast said he turned to the mayor and said hey are we allowed to be funny and he said why start now oh (laughs) oh my god that's wow so i think we're allowed to be funny although why start now (laughs) although why start oh my god that was flawless holy shit brooke wow 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 yeah see that was an appropriate joke it was it was i'm i'm impressed i'm very impressed well on that lovely note Shall we talk about our art projects yeah. for this week? Can we talk about the inspiration you had behind yours or behind ours? Because it's the same theme. Behind ours? Oh, are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would see. I wasn't considering that our art project, but I love that. Oh, I did. Okay, that's fine. Then just talk about your art project and then I'll okay. explain why we're being so weird. <laughs> well, let's let's save why we're being so weird for the bewitching hour. I want to do it like all as part of that. Okay. you're okay with that yeah i don't care okay i mine's not very exciting i just have been continuing to do my sketching from okay the book that i'm working on and i have to the i'm like sighing at myself because it's a little annoying this is what evan would call mental gymnastics okay i i'm like determined to like teach myself how to draw right like I got the book and I got the notebook and I got Mm -hmm. some pencils and like all this stuff however I have to like trick my mind into it yeah (laughs) so I I can't just like expect myself to sit down for like like an hour a day right and draw like I literally have to like 
break it up into such tiny, tiny, tiny little pieces. You have to trick yourself into doing it. I have to trick myself into doing it. I have to trick myself and say, no, 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 don't worry. All you're expecting of yourself is this tiny little bit. You just have to draw one line. You literally have to draw one line once a week. Like you can do that. Like you can handle it. Uh That's what I've been doing. And I literally only do it for the podcast. <laughs> which I mean, which is part of the point. reason of the podcast it's part of the point my of the god podcast. i have made of the podcast so much art in the past year more yeah. than i ever have i, I mean maybe I've, except I've, for when i was a kid maybe yeah I, I definitely made more when i was a kid but i've definitely made more in the past year than i have mm-hmm. in a very long time yeah because i need the obligation of your you, ha- you need something for your this episode yeah you need to exactly out. exactly yeah yeah um, so yeah, my, my art this week was just my next little exercise in that book, which was drawing spheres and a little cat face. So I'll, I'll post that to the Instagram. Um, so you, this, this is your art. No. Okay. You have something else that you were working on. Yes. I'm being Although, mysterious. If that didn't make sense to you, it, it, it will by the end. To. <laughs> it will by um, the end of the episode. That's what we should start doing. Just like <laughs> guess sort like, of manipulate people yeah. into <laughs> listening to the entire episode that's so I feel fun. like we by talking about our art projects as well we're manipulating people into checking out our Instagram so it's fine yeah um so, okay I'm, so. I'm realizing there's a very fine line between um manipulating and uh creating incentive yeah. <laughs> also uh, I hear someone out in my courtyard and I'm gonna mute myself uh, while I go shut my windows and you're and while you talk about your art okay cool okay um sorry I'm not talking because I'm writing something down it's a possible title we'll see if it makes it um so I have this book and it's called you are an artist assignments to spark creation and I was flipping through it. Uh, and there's a reason that I picked this particular project. But what I decided to do was a project from Michelle Grabner. And she's really interested in patterns and repetition. And so I'm going to be doing a paper weaving. I don't oh. yet have it because I decided to do this project uh, 24 hours ago. And I had to go to work all day and craft stores usually close pretty early. So I do not have any of the material, but I will definitely, I'm off pretty soon. So I'll be going to the craft store and then I'm going to do um, paper weaving. And let me show you V because you're the only one who can see because this is a podcast. Because <laughs> this, uh, this is an auditory experience. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was inspired because her her son came home from kindergarten and he had this paper weaving and the whole point is to help with fine motor skills. Oh yeah. 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 Everything. But she does these really cool. I don't even know if you can Whoa. see it. No, I can. That's really sweet looking. So there, if anyone's interested, if you don't want to get the book, you can go on, there's a YouTube channel called the art assignment. And I think I think all of the assignments or at least most of the assignments in this book also are, have a video on their channel. Um, That's so so cool. Yeah. You can go watch interviews with the artists and then they give you the art assignment on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'll link it in the so show you can, notes. Uh, yeah, you could uh, be introduced to a lot of contemporary artists and then you get these little cute assignments, which I'm going to probably start looking in here yeah. um, for my assignments. I know one of those assignments, I don't remember which artist it's related to, but it's draw or, or create something you know exists, but you know you'll also never see. Oh, yeah, I right. That. Which, because I think it's um, aliens for yeah, fucking yeah, sure. Aliens. <laughs> well, maybe I. World maybe peace. I, oh, wait, it I doesn't have, exist. Oh, fuck. It doesn't exist. Oh. Uh, so the idea was I think it was, um, what was that artist's name? Albrich, Alfred, Aldrich, something der. Uh, and people knew he, someone described to him what a hippopotamus looked like, and he just created it from what no the way. description was. Um, so that's the inspiration behind that artist summit. That's so cool. Because hippos exist, but his, but he had never depiction. seen one. Yeah. 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 That's Sorry, so I'm being cool. Loud. Well, again, it's a podcast. So it's I'm going to do, it's an auditory experience. Experience. <laughs> uh, I, oh, that was actually a lot easier than I thought. So I'm going to be doing that on my next day off. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh. That's awesome, Brooke. All right. And that's the art projects. We remembered to talk about it this time. (laughs) Miraculously. (laughs) Only because we forgot last time. And so I wrote in, in like a giant asterisk and circled it like four times and wrote art project in all caps with an yeah i just point. keep going because i keep a podcast journal and just i wrote down on many many pages our project our project our project <laughs> so i see it which every is, week <laughs> which is so smart and if i were smart i would do the same thing but the journal that i use for my podcast yeah, notes scattered. is also is also the journal that i use for my therapy notes and it's also the journal that i use for just like you normal are journaling <laughs> anything i don't i believe you oh my god okay all right well whatever works i think it works Do you feel called uh, called out a little bit? <laughs> I love it when I do this to you and I don't know why that it's, I don't know why it's happening. I don't know why I said that's so weird. Okay. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> okay. What's, what's happening is. A, what you said was funny. B, B, I'm freaking out about the state of the world and I'm just, it's just coming out in like nervous laughter. Okay. Okay. And and that's like, it's like the manic, like, yeah. And I can't, I can't cry, but I have to get out my energy somehow. So I'm just going to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. 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 Yep. 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 That's, that's the vibe. Okay. Spill the beans. Yeah. We don't, we have a very long bewitching hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to just jump into beans and wrecks and, mm-hmm. and then the bewitching hour. 
which I'm so yes. excited for. That's also why we were uh, record or re- we were talking so long before we recorded because we were prepping for the bewitching hour. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You heard us say the word yes. prepping. Prep. <laughs> also, we're prepping for the bewitching hour because V's in charge of it this week and not me. Where <laughs> I show I'm like, ah, I don't really know. I guess fuck it. Uh, it's only a lot of work (laughs) it's truly only because i was like it's a big episode it's our anniversary it's our anniversary (laughs) (laughs) i almost went moira rose there it's our anniversary david (laughs) oh david's her son fuck what's it what's the husband's name she's great uh i actually don't know because i don't watch it but i know what you're talking about because those clips are so i know you should watch. i think i would really like it but is that the one it. where only the first season is good or is, or all, no, is... all the seasons are good. What is the show that only the, if first someone told good? you that only the first season is good, then they are a liar. Okay. What's your beans? What's your spill the beans? My spill the beans. Okay. Mine is not as good as last week, but it was hard. It's going to be hard to top last week's. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh my gosh. All right. What's I'm yours? blushing. What's yours? Okay. Mine is. Um, okay. Let's move on. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Mom, Brooke's teasing me. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. My spill the beans. Uh, why i have written down why books are so cool so like the re- like books being so cool is my spilled beans like i'm grateful for another easier way to say that is my books are my spilled beans this week <laughs> oh, jesus christ you're turning into just, me i think i just had a stroke <laughs> now you know what it feels like to be me Do you, okay <laughs> i feel like sometimes i trip up on my sentences or my words because yeah. my brain is just going like this Yes. My yes. I, the, 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 I also like I I was I was don't say dumb. Oh my god. Uh I also that I I just read it out loud like exactly how I had it written down and I had it written down in note form and not like sentence form <laughs> clearly. Books anyway. are cool. <laughs> I literally cool. wrote I because what happened was first <laughs> you're gonna love this. First I wrote down why books are so cool like with a little like little dash mark and then above that afterwards I wrote asterisk circle my spill the beans question mark and then I wrote more underneath why books are so cool <laughs> Brooke is crying Brooke is actually weeping she, she muted is... herself so you can't <laughs> hear her sobs you, I'm gone She's it's like gone. one year I don't you gotta I find have, a new co-host I don't have a co-host anymore I'm fucking out <laughs> I'm just gonna be Brooke now yeah just party party <laughs> party I haven't said that in a long time I know but it always makes me think of you I know I stole it from a drag <laughs> queen my, everybody that's my best impression okay anyway books are so classic cool. straight white girl just stealing the good shit from drag queens well it's less classic to admit that you're stealing from drag queens that's why i do it because it pisses me off when people steal other people's jokes without without, without um, accreditation okay yeah exactly okay uh why are books okay, so cool so i finished a book this week the book is called the price of salt or carol carol is the alternate title uh it was uh, turned like into 
it's, it was turned into a movie a couple of years ago called that's Carol. why i know it that's why i know it with kate blanchett mm-hmm. and, and rooney, mara? rooney mara yeah. yeah yeah pretty sure um so <laughs> i i was like reading this book and um i finished it while i was at work i was on a lunch break at work i was on a um, lunch break do you hear that everybody i was on a lunch break i was, I was, on, a l- on, I was <laughs> on a lunch break <laughs> so like 1920s like <laughs> like gangster hype man <laughs> do you hear that, that everybody i was on no, a lunch yeah. break see <laughs> you're, you're jimmy stewart from fucking it's a wonderful life merry christmas bedford falls <laughs> merry christmas you old building alone and last week you made a miracle on 34th street joke what the <laughs> fuck yeah that's right i forgot about that <laughs> oh shit okay anyway so i was reading the price of salt because it's like a very classic lesbian novel it was written in the 50s set in the 50s and it's about two women who fall in love and it's very special because it broke a lot of the like stereotypes around people who are gay um especially women i feel like gay men are yeah. spoken about so much more than gay women I, I don't know why yeah yeah I hope that that's not as true anymore but I think I, I would hazard a guess that that was true in the 50s I would, yeah. I would think that that was I true in think the 50s so. so um I was I was like whining about this book the entire time I was reading it because I was like I was like it's my sad lesbian novel I just want to to finish my sad lesbian novel. It's bumming me out. I want to be done with it. Love that fucking voice, and I don't know why I've never heard it before. Oh my god, I love that voice. I'm gonna get you mad. I'll tuck that away. I'll I'll Mm. I'll keep that information handy and use that voice more often. And then, and then I finally finished it and I was like, oh no, it's not a sad lesbian novel. It's a happy lesbian novel. And then two days later, I was like still stewing on it. And I was like, no, it is fucking sad because this, this, and this, like, I was like, just so back and forth. Anyway, I finished the price of salt and I felt this deep, like inexplicable or, well, it's not really that inexplicable. I was like, I had to quit my job right now (laughs) i have to go down i literally like went up (laughs) so my office is expanding to the floor above the one that we have Mm. i have access to that floor but like Mm -hmm. well technically everyone in my office has access to that new floor but no one knows Mm -hmm. that they have access so i was like you better fucking bet this is where i'm taking my lunch breaks from now on because nobody Uh can fucking bother me (laughs) (laughs) you sound like Um, the personification of a bird when you have that voice (laughs) like a or someone or maybe, like, a, like a fat pigeon maybe just someone who owns birds like, like a fat disgruntled new york pigeon yes like, like the Iago. boss of birds Iago. from aladdin yep yep okay Iago. i'll take it i'll take it so but like iago's mom <laughs> yes oh my god that's it oh my god now i don't even feel like i could do that voice again if i tried well it's recorded so it's there forever good, good thing uh, that just freaked me out i was like oh my god we've been recording right <laughs> i'd like checked the icon in the okay anyway so i finished this book and i was like i have to quit my job was this book about work 
not really. Was it about like my specific type of work or am I similar to any of the characters? Not so much, except for also being gay. But like, I was like, oh my God, I ha- I had to quit. I had to like change my life. I got so like antsy and I was thinking about it. And here's what I wrote down, which I was really waxing poetic. So like, you know, just yeah. grain of salt. Waxing I said because poetic, I like that. <laughs> just wait until I actually wax poetic and then you won't okay. like it anymore. Okay. All right. <laughs> I probably will, but try me, try me. Okay. I said, uh, it's because a good book is like a good companion, friend, or partner. It doesn't need you to be anything other than what you are. And mm-hmm. it makes you want to be a better person for yourself and for the benefit of the ones you love. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, this isn't me waxing poetic. This is literally proven it. It creates more empathy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to become more because you're putting yourself into people's perspectives and lives yeah. and problems and et cetera. And Which you start to empathize with the, yeah. with the characters. Ironic what? It's ironic that you say that because that is the opposite of my takeaway. My takeaway was a hundred percent about myself. <laughs> but yeah, but you just said you it, like, it inspires you to be better. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But I really liked the, like, inspires you to be better while also like 110% accepting you where you're at. Like a book doesn't need you to be anything. That's a, true. A book, a book doesn't need you at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Like a story is this like dead thing that can make you come alive by its contents i hate that i just said that but like i don't know i just love books books are my spilled of beans i'm really grateful for books i love books too you're you're talking to the right person about books i know i know i know and i've been doing really well with reading recently i i have i feel like for such a long time i kind of fell off the wagon and now i've i've come i've come back to it i've, I've reincorporated reading in my life i've read a bunch of books recently and i have a big to read pile and I am like slowly but surely chipping away yeah yeah me too. I'm starting I'm starting to get to the point where like at, at least once a day I spend some time reading yeah and it's the good. same it's the same same shit as it's the same fucking mental gymnastics as my fucking art projects where I'm mm-hmm. like okay you only have to read a teensy little bit you only have to read five pages hey I mean people, <laughs> and it works I mean people always I feel like put too much expectation on reading on how they're supposed to do it yep. And yeah. some people say, God, I can only read five pages. Then I'm out like a light. Yeah. Is that what the expression like is? A light. Like, yeah. like a light. <laughs> I was like, but then you're five pages further into your book. So who cares if you only read yeah. five pages? That's more than Ex- zero. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Such a mind fuck. And it, yeah, yeah, it really is. For classics too. Cause I am not naturally inclined to love a yeah. classic. Yeah. But I do no, get a lot. No one is. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> But I do get a lot out of them. So I just set, a yeah. limit. I just make myself read 10 pages a day. Yeah. No well, matter and, what. And, and then I just yeah. stop and then I end yeah. up finishing all these books because I have this yeah. limit. Yeah. This mental Which I love. Aspect. And also like, like two things come to mind for me, right? Like, like I, I've seen this all the time with like, uh, I've said like so many times in the last 10 seconds. Holy crap. So I've seen this before where someone who you know and you see this in like self-help stuff where it's like okay like if you're going on this path like 
you're just going to keep going this way. I'm drawing like a straight line with my hand. But if you like mm-hmm. tilt yourself very slightly, like it might be a very slight change right now, but over the mm-hmm. course of time, you end up all the way over here instead of like mm-hmm. straight up where you were. So like, mm-hmm. s- first of all, small changes make a big difference over a long period of time if you can yeah. maintain them. Yeah. If you can maintain them. And if it's you small enough of them. a change that you can maintain it, then yep. it's been maintained. Um, and there was another, oh, um, I love that you have been getting into the classics. I love that you have been taking your time with them. And I also mm-hmm. want to plug all of the resources out there that I used to turn my nose up at. Like Sparknotes? Help you understand the class. Like Sparknotes and Cliff Fucking Notes and love Sparknotes. One of the sweetest fucking things that my father used to do. And, the, and I, I don't say that lightly. That man did a lot of sweet things. Um, he used to like find out what book I was reading, like he, because mm-hmm. we would just talk very often. So like he would hear me would talking he read about the spark notes so he could keep, he would read the cliff notes of the books that I was reading so that he could talk to me about them. <laughs> Brooke, Brooke just stood up and walked away. <laughs> yeah, I, that's too much for me. I know that is. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. I know. Oh, that's I'm, so sweet. I'm I'm tearing up. I'm tearing oh, up man. for sure. Was that when you're in high school? College. Uh high school and college. Yeah, in college too. I think he did it more in college because we were far away from each other. So it was um oh fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um so it was just a way to remain way connected to s- and close and yeah, happy stay connected. And- yeah and have something to talk about oh, did you God. know that he was reading the cliff notes or did you think he was reading the books or I think at one point I might have no no he and this is this is one of the things that I love so much about him too is like he he was the type to do that sort of thing and then just sort of surprise you with it so mm-hmm. like I think one day you know he didn't he didn't say to me like I'm going to start reading the cliff notes for the books that you read because I want to be able to talk about them. It was just, that's not what happened. Like he just, one day we were calling and I was like talking about this book again. And he was like, Oh, well, what about when this character said this to this other character? And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And, uh, I think I, I think I figured it out pretty quickly or he admitted it pretty quickly. I don't, I don't remember which, but that's the, but that's kind of my point why I bring that up, right? Like I used to be so snooty and I was like, it doesn't count if you read the spark notes. When I finished the price of salt, I read the spark notes immediately afterwards because I was like, I want to make sure that I understood what I just read. I want to make yeah. sure that I am I, I want to make sure I'm experiencing this book in its fullness, right? And yes. hearing yes. from other people about how they perceived the book as well can help you to do that like can help you to see it from a different angle or whatever you know like that's I mean that's fucking the reason that I have a degree in English because I love doing that I love having discussions with other people about books I also (laughs) sometimes we interpret them differently it's that's what's cool about it that's why that's why books are my spill of beans because books are so (laughs) fucking cool and I also like to especially with classics is sometimes you're reading you're like did do I know what's going on? And yes. you just read a cheeky little spark note. You're like, you either say, oh yeah, no, I definitely caught everything or 
fuck I really missed all of that yeah yeah and that's I I I was talking to um someone on my rugby team who also like has has exposed themselves intentionally to a lot of queer literature um and who has also read the price of salt and they were like I, I I was complaining to them about um it being a sad lesbian novel and <laughs> I um was like you know what it's like I I feel like I the reading this book makes me feel like I felt like when my older brother had friends over when I was a teenager like a young teen probably like a tween and I just wanted I wanted nothing more than to like be on their level like I yeah. wanted nothing more than to like hang out with them and like know all the cool shit that they knew and like all yeah. this stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was never going to be that way. I was five years younger than I am still five years younger than <laughs> my older brother. That's that you remains caught true. Up yet? <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, yeah. And, and that was the feeling I got when I was reading price of salt, because I was like, I just, I just felt so like just connected in a way mm-hmm. I don't it was really it was really hard to explain but that was another reason why I read the spark notes because I was like I think that I conceived conceptualized what am I trying to say I think I understood what was happening well but I'm not confident <laughs> we also need to take a moment to just recognize that in high school for example in college your yeah. teacher is kind of spark notes in that when you read yeah. the great Gatsby they're like and we need to talk about this green light yes a hundred percent but if you absolutely if, if you read it on your own with no guidance yeah you you might say okay well okay green light you might say oh what does green represent what is it what's yeah. the long whatever 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 yeah or, or, but but, but you're, you're guided right. so, someone... when you have a course or class yeah. or a teacher yeah. so that's all and, spark notes is doing and a and a good teacher is not going to say, okay, we just read the great Gatsby. Now let's talk about the green light. A good teacher is going to say, go read the great Gatsby and pay attention to the stuff that gets repeated. Yeah. Stuff that yeah. comes up more than once is important. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like the, <laughs> the author. Green light, that, yeah. That's on purpose. The author <laughs> you know? didn't just say, I need to, I need a certain word count. Let me just add this. <laughs> yeah, in. Like, yeah, everything yeah, the author yeah, is right, doing right, right. is and this is all authors, not just Fitzgerald. It's all yeah. intentional. Yes. It's yes. All well thought out. So yeah. do the author and do the story a favor and yeah. provide that level of thinking and investment. Yeah. Only when you feel compelled. I think there's and, definitely and you, time well, to, yeah. just to read. Yeah. I will say that same that same person on my rugby team that I was um, complaining to about the price of salt lent me a, a young adult fiction so I was bitching to them about the price of salt and they were like I actually like wrote my thesis on happy queer literature and like queer literature that um breaks away from the bury your gaze trope Mm -hmm. which is a big thing in literature um Mm -hmm. and media in general the bury your gaze thing is very pervasive and we will do another whole episode on that because we could talk about it forever um but um yeah they let me uh happy queer young adult fiction and it wasn't like happy go lucky the whole time it was just like the gay people didn't die in the first chapter of the book you know what i mean like yes but it was I... it 
I got through that book in like what's it called two days it's called adaptation it's by Melinda Lowe I think is the name of the author um it's a it's a two book series and they they lent me the second one I'm excited to get into it but um yeah like there's no like in my mind I'm not like I don't place the price of salt above adaptation just because adaptation is young adult fiction or because it took me less time to read adaptation like both of those things both of those books gave me something very important so I as we all know have been um perusing booktube and getting all my recs Mm -hmm. there's another one I was gonna read it to see if it was any good and then I was gonna tell you about it but Uh it's about this I don't know if she's queer or gay, this gay woman whose dad unexpectedly dies. And then she kind of explores her sexuality, but it's also like a little witchy, I think. Oh, I think, I don't know. This is my memory of what this book is about. Interesting. It's called the truth about keeping secrets. Oh, and I also think she has, we love secrets. I love a secret. Um, it just seems like kind of your life story kind of in a way <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sure brooke noticed that my eyebrows shot up yeah like, further and further with each detail so maybe and i story. i don't know if it's young adult i don't i really don't know much yeah, about it yeah. but it's called the truth about keeping secrets yeah that sounds very interesting i have a very long list of books to read but i will happily add that because basically well, all i'll of read it just... i will also read it first and i uh it was well yeah that's true. Really good. that's true i love that we're all just sisyphus pushing rocks up the hill you know <laughs> especially with books you can't get through them all especially with books you'll never get through them all no. which is the beauty of it and also the sadness of it anyway okay what's your spill the beans brooke <laughs> um i have a spill the beans but my feet are gonna fall off because they're so cold so give me literally four seconds Four seconds. Well, four One. seconds from no from oh, when okay. I take All off. Right. My... All right. Okay. Okay. One, two, oh, right three, four, five, six, seven. Quit counting. <laughs> <laughs> that was five. I would uh, say that was five. All right, fine. So my spill the beans is very simple. Mm-hmm. So I put on my socks. Ugh. Um, I have been doing, and I really can't remember if I've talked about this in the podcast. I'm sure I have, Mm -hmm. uh, yoga with Adrian. I fucking, oh yeah. Yoga with Adrian. I've been doing quite a bit and I kind of feel like it's taken me two years because on and Mm -hmm. on and off, I've been doing yoga for about two years, but I'm finally getting it. Mm, Yeah. I, I, cause I've never really got it. I'm always like, eh. I mean, it's, it's yeah. fun, but I'm starting yeah. like, Oh, this is why people like it. Just yeah. slowing down, connecting with your breath, taking a moment for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not about becoming flexible or yeah. learning all the moves or even being like, Oh, I do yoga every day. It's about <laughs> carving out the intention and that. Yeah a beautiful practice for yourself every day yeah i'm starting to get that. it so that's my spill the beans oh i love that brooke that's awesome thank you i'm becoming a person i'm becoming a person it's great 
<laughs> which kind of rolls into my recommendation. Okay, go for it. So on the 25th of February was my exact Saturn return, which I do need to do a Saturn return episode. Yeah. So that's yeah. when Saturn was in its in its exactitude um, for the first time because it will go retrograde and I'll have another hit. But sure. I decided to take a very self-care day. And so I did mm. a lot of reflecting and journaling because a Saturn return does kind of represent this big transition in a person's life it's kind of like okay now you're an adult mm, everything before yeah. now you were trying to figure it out you're trying to figure out yourself your relationships with partners and friends and family but most importantly you're with yourself and now now it's time to buck up and mm. this is who you are this is what you're going to be yeah. doing for the next until the next Saturn return if you make also it. I'm going to interrupt you and say I feel called to close my eyes and I'm going to do that but I'm still listening I promise <laughs> okay. it's okay um Saturn return so you're an yeah, adult my Saturn now. Return. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm an adult now I had my Saturn bat mitzvah <laughs> oh my bot, god wait is amazing. that the bat mitzvah and bit what's the other one bar mitzvah bar mitzvah bar, that's it. bar or bat mitzvah yeah. that's it that's it yeah. Um, so I did a ton of journaling. I did self-care and also because it was mm. my it was my quote unquote Sunday, even though it was a yeah or yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um and actually I used the journal that Carolyn gave me for Christmas. Oh, she gave me, yeah. me and Eleanor some journals for Christmas. I love that journal. You know why? It's, this is a very important yeah. thing for journaling. Yes. And I realized it with hers because I haven't really Ooh. been into journaling. But this Lay journal, I am writing my little heart out because I like my handwriting no in this journal. Oh, that is so important. I am very I like, particular about mm -hmm. the type of paper and the type the, of pen. Yeah, I like the paper and mm -hmm. I like the width, I think. Mm -hmm, of the mm -hmm, paper mm -hmm. college ruled. I don't fucking know mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I and I like how my pen feels on the paper. So I've been yeah. journaling like a mad woman. That's cool. I love that. So that's my recommendation. If you need to be a little introspective, just journal it, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'll say too that um Carolyn made these journals for each of us and they're somewhat, customized. They're them. personalized, yeah. Which is so special. I think that's so amazing. Like how often do you get something like that where someone like sat down and thought of things that you might like? Like basically she made um uh collages. Collage? Is that the yeah. word? Yeah. Yeah. She made collages with like magazine clippings. Um and I fucking love mine. And she it was really and there's like some quotes and stuff that she threw in. Like I it was just really sweet when she gave them to us which uh you weren't there when she gave me mine but it, it doesn't matter when she gave me mine she was like you know pointing out certain things and like why they made yeah her she did that for me, me as well yeah and I was just like weeping I, I like, know oh it was God. so that's so special thank you so yeah thoughtful and it, I'm so thoughtful and I'm glad that I do love it as much as I do because I'm getting so much use out of it yeah, it's awesome. And that's the best kind of present, the ones that it's you get so, so much special. use out of. It is so, yeah. uh, it's darling. I love yeah. it. P.S. If anyone needs a really good gift recommendation, customize a journal for someone. Yes. Holy yes. shit. Goddamn. Goddamn. So those are my spill the beans and my sexy wrecks. 
I love that. My sexy wreck um, is another queer thing because <laughs> that's because I'm exposing myself. That's to your journey. Queer, queer media. And that's what I need to do right now. And I think everyone should do that, whether you're queer or not. La di da. There is a movie called Swan Song. It was made in 2021. Uh, by the same director that did Edge of 17, I believe it's mm-hmm. called. Um, and there was another one. I'm opening my eyes, even though I was like really in the zone there. Okay, Todd Stevens is the name of the director. Um, he did Edge of 17, another gay movie, Gypsy 83. He was a writer on all of these. Um Thanksgiving. Anyway, he's from Ohio and he made this movie called Swan Song. On IMDb, the tagline is a formerly flamboyant hairdresser takes a long walk across a small town to style a dead woman's hair. And if that is not the most underwhelming, under exaggerated yeah but it's typically the most simple (laughs) yeah but it's typically the most simple storylines that so much happens i know and look at seinfeld (laughs) yeah yeah fair um i i I literally cannot rave about this movie enough so um there was an actual real life person who lived in sandusky ohio uh his name was pat pitzenbarger and he was a hairdresser and was a, a gay man. And in Sandusky, Ohio, which is like bumfuck nowhere, like so like conservative Midwest, like all this stuff, um, just, just like became, became like a really important facet of the town. And I think is a really good example of the way that queer people have contributed to like culture and style and all these things that sort of like get overlooked a lot of the time but that so many people benefit from like I I don't know if I said that really as articulately as I wanted to but it's like it's like you you stealing that joke from a drag queen right it's like (laughs) oh it's just a joke but also like during this time right we're on the brink of world war three we have our two two and a half fucking years into a global pandemic like what has everyone been turning to during these very difficult times? Fucking media, jokes, art, music, all this Mm -hmm. stuff, right? Like if we didn't, if I didn't have any of those things, if I didn't have any of the shows I've been watching, any of the books I've been reading, any of the music I've been listening to, I I don't even want to think about it. I don't think it would be good. Anyway, that's my, okay. That's my rant about that's what I love about art and I don't understand why people give it such a bad rap when you want to study it or pursue it yeah I don't I don't either that's that's me being on my high horse anyway swan song (laughs) swan song is like this very beautiful movie it is a total slow burn which I love I love slow burn movies because they it doesn't I I wonder if this is real Yes, 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 yes. It feels real. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like say that I'm wireism in a way where you're just peeping into this person's life and it's not theatrical. 
it's quiet and it's soft yes yes that's why i like it that's why i'm attracted yes. to those types of movies and Absolutely. even the books sometimes it depends well and it's like mood. i i want to say that like you earn it but i don't really love that that line of thinking because it's kind of like it's just based it's it's like you you really you you have to if it's a slow burn you spend so much time with the details and the nuance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's so delicious and it's so rewarding mm-hmm. to see any change and and yeah. it's and it can be subtle change which again feels like life it feels like that's i mean that's how yeah, it goes we don't i love an invitation to slow down and that's what the oh, that's what they do yes 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 absolutely cuz i've absolutely. been watching um just fell out of my head. Downton oh, no. Abbey. Downton oh, Abbey. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. a slow fucking burn. That is a slow burn for sure. That is a, that is have a you watched burn. it? I've seen up to a point. Yeah. And then I was like, if this happens, I'm out. And then it happened. And so I was like, I'm done. Do you know what <laughs> season it happened? Show. I'll look it up. I'll let okay, you know. Okay, look it up because I think I'm only on season two. I think. Okay. I th- That's I, a slow I, burn, though. I want to say I got to like three or four. Okay but I'm not positive. I'll look it up and, and let you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if you're looking for a movie that is a slow burn, very, very touching, so worth it. So queer. Which I mean, platform just, is it on? It's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. I will watch it again. If you don't have Hulu and you want to watch it sometime, <laughs> we'll get together and watch I, it because I, I will watch them. I'll I watch that Hulu. movie once a day from now until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Good. um yeah absolutely magical slow burn um the like like the tagline says it's about this guy they describe him as formerly flamboyant and i was like reading some articles after i finished the movie last night um about the movie and someone called him like quietly flamboyant or subtly flamboyant or something like that and like you, you hear that phrase and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how is someone formerly flamboyant or like quietly flamboyant? Yeah, that's like, such an oxymoron. It is, but it's, that's exactly, exactly. And the, the actor that plays the main role, it, he is, God, he's, he's, you can't look away. Like he's so, he's so engaging and he's so, he, he has such control oh my god it's just a great movie and it's about it's about it's cool because it's not a coming out story like this man has been out for a long time has lived most of his life is close to the end of his life like he's an older gentleman um and sorry one more time what's it called it's called swan song swan song yeah swan song um and it's this was also in one of the articles I was reading. It's not a coming out, or I think this might have been an interview with the director. It's not a coming out story. It's like a it's like a coming back to life story. Like he, you just like watch this man go from this like. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it anymore of it because it's just really good. You just got to watch it. It's it's so worth it. You it, grab some tissues. It's it's emotionally compromising, but it's. It's I feel like so I'm looking important. up the wrong it's one. So Is it good. this? There's, Can you see that? There's, it's not that one. So look up like Todd Stevens or something like that when you, Todd Stevens is the director okay. or Udo. There we Kier. go. Oh, okay. This makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. God damn it. It's good. God fucking damn Very it. It's, good. Interesting. it's so good. I, I instantly was like, mm. oh my God, is Jennifer Coolidge in it? <laughs> no. Oh, weird. I don't know why she's coming up. Um, so that's yeah, she's in. Favorite. She's Dee Dee Dale. Silly. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. I, I, wait, who's, oh, she's the one that, uh, what do I know her from? Something she's with the Russian legally, accent. Oh, legally blonde. Legally blonde. Duh. And she was in Cinderella Story. Such a bad movie. I hated it. <laughs> I kind of liked it. It's a Disney movie, I think. Oh my gosh. The that's... one with freaking yes, Hillary Duff. <laughs> Hillary Duff. Yep. But she's, right. I think, mostly known from Legally Blonde. She's the friend. Yeah. 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 And people, uh, I can't do a good Jennifer Coolidge accent, but she's definitely one to, to try. She has a very Jennifer Coolidge way of yeah. talking. <laughs> that wasn't good, but <laughs> I, really I gave good. it I gave it the old college try. Hey. Okay. And on that note, shall we transition to the bewitching hour? Because we've been recording for a while. I think we're I know. at or past an hour already. I know. So I know. It's whatever. Not, it's our anniversary. About, it's it's our podcast and we do what the fuck we want. We haven't said that in a while. <laughs> I know. We say, are you sure we say it like once an episode? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we say it pretty often. Yeah, maybe we do. Whatever. It's our it's our podcast. Fuck off. It's our, it's our insecurity. Okay. Through. Can I tell the people and give you 100% credit why I'm making a paper weeping? Yes, 100%. So V had a brilliant idea because we were texting prior to recording. <laughs> and we said, what is, this is a, it's our one year podcast we've been doing this for a freaking year a freaking year and we, uh, we published our first episode on february, february 27th, 27th of 2021. 2021 so wild so she had the idea of what do we sh- we should treat it as though it's like a wedding anniversary and yeah. every anniversary for wedding you have a theme and this theme is paper Mm-hmm. first wedding anniversary's theme is paper yep. so i decided to do a paper weaving in honor of our one year i love that so much yeah oh that's really sweet okay. it was your idea i know but it's cute <laughs> um <laughs> like i meant like you're <laughs> i'm just really cute and thoughtful and smart <laughs> Uh, no, I meant your your interpretation of that and your choice to do a paper weaving for that reason was really cute. Um, by the way, paper, I looked it up, is uh, some of the like symbolism behind paper being the one year wedding anniversary um, is that paper is fragile as a new budding marriage might also be uh but it also represents new beginnings if you think of a blank piece of paper there's lots of possibilities mm-hmm. um chance to write your own story all that good stuff so um this we're doing this as the bewitching hour because i was like yo let's do some witchy shit with paper <laughs> yeah and so i thought you were when you said let's do some stuff with paper i thought i was like okay let's do an art project and you just yeah. was like, nope, we're going to do some witchy shit. And I was like, I... which is, which is why we, I'm in love. Is that what you said? No, I said, I'm going to do both. Oh, I'm going to do both. All right. Well, I, I I'm also in love. love. 
Love of my life. <laughs> what a queen song. I don't know. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, but which hour? So, uh, my my brilliant idea. <laughs> my brilliant idea was to have like a a Viking funeral with a paper boat. <laughs> Uh, partially inspired by one of my my rugby teammates actually because I was telling them about this and they were like yo and we like at the same time we were like Viking funeral Viking funeral (laughs) Um, so uh, Brooke and I were talking before we started recording about what a funeral represents and how obviously it's it's a period of mourning and grief but it's also about celebration and transition and so we did a tarot reading for, we, we each pulled one card for celebrating the podcast and we each pulled one card for um, transitions that might be afoot for the podcast at this lovely little milestone that we're at. And we don't know the cards that each of us pulled. Yes. We so we did this together from our own decks, um, mm-hmm. but we don't know. And I'm yeah. so excited. I know. I'm so excited too. So, so everyone's finding out at the same time, everyone yes. listening to this and Brooke and I are finding out at the same time, sort it's of live because it's, I mean, it's not, but it's fine anyway. Um, okay. Who goes first? I don't know. Wait, wait. Okay. Let's do it on the count of three. What's your celebration card? Ready? One. Are you, are you prepared? For I this? feel like it's just going to be hard for me to say and listen to what you have to say. Well, that's fine. Cause we'll, we'll do it again. <laughs> we'll okay. Just elaborate. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Okay, okay. Okay. Celebration card. One, two, three. Hanged. Man. Four of wands. Oh, okay. All right. I'm so, so pleased. Oh, tell me why you're pleased. Tell me all the things okay. about why you're pleased. So for anyone who does not know, uh, the wands represent fire. And they are about action and creativity. And I, I feel like those two are good enough to, yeah, that's fire. Sure. So <laughs> that's, fire. that's fire. Um, the four of wands card has these four wands and they kind of create a gazebo looking thing. Mm-hmm. And there's these two people. I always thought they were two women. Don't they look very feminine? Hell yeah. That's a super gay card. So it, we love it looks that. like, yeah, it's a very gay card because it looks like these two women, um, they're celebrating. They're just standing right next to each other near the gazebo, not quite under it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both holding bouquets in celebration. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, you have a bridge and um, a castle and a town and some people in the background as well. And there is above the gazebo with the four of wands, you have this nice, beautiful, rich, fruitful garland, I suppose you could call it connecting all four. So it's definitely a card of celebration. It's a card of partnership and creativity. Um, You can see with the four, there is a foundation that's been created, but it's not a castle. It's not a house. It's just a very rudimentary basic foundation. It's also a four. It's not like we pulled a 10. It's not complete. It's definitely early within the deck. Um, but there is 
there have been hurdles that have been conquered and there has been a foundation that's been built and there is room to celebrate. And with the bridge in the background and the people in the background, yes, it is primarily about this partnership and the things that you've built together, but crossing the bridge and entering into the kingdom, there's, there's more bounty to be have had and seen. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm really happy about the four of wands. For oh my God. You're not crying. I'm crying. I told you you'd like it. Oh, uh, you were a hundred percent right. You were a hundred percent right. Oh, that's a great card. It's such it's a very, good card. It's very bright and sunny. It's a yellow, yellow mm-hmm. card. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like that's us. Oh, I We're know. Celebrating. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I the hanged that. man. The hanged man. Okay. So um describe the hanged man. Okay. Hanged man. So I I pulled him uh reversed, which I don't know that I really want to like I don't fuck with reversals. I just ask for clarification. <laughs> yeah that's yeah maybe i should have done that well it's fine we're just going to talk about the general definition yeah so, i'm good with that in my book that i like i have it i have it marked so that i c- can get to the page quickly the tagline is great passion which i was like oh great passion so the podcast <laughs> um do 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 this card displays a definite point of view, uh, heavenly transcendent perspective, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, dun, the hanged man is quite spiritual. Yeah, and it says, it, it, okay, all right. Um, the hanged man believes in what he is attached to, and he has firmly attached himself to that which he believes. It would be tragic if that belief turned out to be superstition. This card asks you to examine your own beliefs, to try to interpret the grounds for your feelings, dreams, and unconscious stirrings about all people. Once you are convinced that your belief system is valid, trust it completely. True convictions and a deliberate, clear passion are among the strongest emotions we can experience. I love that for us. I just want to look at, I'm just trying to find a... Yeah. The website I use the keywords that they have for the hanged man are sacrifice, waiting, uncertainty, lack of direction, perspective, <laughs> contemplation. And I was like, I don't really know what to make of that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like it's also maybe about how far we've come and what we've learned along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. And I, okay. And I wrote down, Brooke, Brooke gave me good advice. Cause I, as we were sort of like jotting down some notes. Um, so we, did I say, did we say that we made little origami boats? No. Okay. Did we? So, yes. Well, we said, Viking did we say funeral. that? Okay. We so Viking the Viking funeral. funeral. I don't know. I, don't I was remember. so excited. I was so excited about the Viking funeral. I just decided not to elaborate. Um, so we decided to do this this viking funeral with um with our own little origami boats and by we i mean me and it was very challenging which is why it took us so long to start recording but it's fine um so i while we were like jotting down some we basically wrote some notes about our our the cards that we pulled 
for celebration and transition on our origami boats before we folded them up. Brooke, as I was writing my notes, I was like, dang, I don't really know what to make of this. And she was like, just go with your gut. Like, don't worry so much about the like translations from these other, what the books say. And I wrote down uh, the deliberate choice of joy and creation over misery and inaction. And in, in my deck, he's, he's got this like kind of mischievous, challenging smirk. Like he's, he's just, I just feel like, I I feel like this guy is like, he's like, you know what? The year is 2022. We're in a global pandemic. It's about to be world war three, but you know what? By fucking God, I am going to be joyous when it's appropriate and I'm going to spread joy. And it's like this tenacious, like hard earned silliness almost. Yeah. I also and feel he's like, like- I- I'm going to maintain this despite, despite the circumstances. Yeah. The hanged man for me is a super reflective card as well. It just feels mm. like it doesn't feel like a time for movement or action. Cause I mean, where's he going to go? That's true. Yeah. That's and a it, good point. He in a way kind of reminds me of a monk where they put themselves in these really difficult positions in order mm. to maintain and re- reach enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's not, I don't love this card just for me. It, I just don't like the way it feels. You know, some yeah. cards do, they just don't feel good. But the thing mm. that saves it for me is, I don't know if your cards have this, your deck, but the garland on the top of the cross, oh. it makes it feel like it's not a hopeless, I, for me, for the podcast, it just feels like we are on this journey and it's just the time to celebrate is also the time to reflect because oh, we really did that. it. We really, we really re- fucking did. Yeah. And there. I feel like for the podcast, there is celebration in that reflection of how much we've learned, how much we've grown, how much more confident we feel doing it. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're showing up. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My card, what your card looks very, um, sparse compared to mine. Your, yours looks very imposing. I think think my deck in general, cause I have the, um, the writer Smith weight. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Rider weight Smith. What do they call it? Rider Smith weight. Rider Smith weight. That's the one I have. Yours is a lot more intricate and honestly decorative. Decorative. Yeah, for sure. that's because you have I like the you word have jolly. your deck is inspired by the Rider weight, Rider Smith Smith weight, but it's mm-hmm. the Art Nouveau. Yes. So it's yes. very yeah. very similar, but yours is yeah, yours is definitely mm-hmm. a lot more artistic. Yeah, but your but mine also has the garland around the cross. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I do love. Of that. course, I went for the traditional, <laughs> traditional deck. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and I, I did. went, and I went for the deck that's like fun, fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> so loud. I love your deck, but I just, I, I do. don't know. I just yeah, wanted the I traditional one to learn. It's very busy. Yeah. Very okay. ornate. Transition, or do you have anything else to say about the hanged man? That's everything I had to say about the hanged man. Transition. Thanked man. Um, transition. I think you should count it off this time. All right. Three, two, one. The chariot. Nine of wands. 
Nine of wands. Oh my God. Do, 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 do. Do you see what just happened? Okay. So for, for celebration, you pulled a wands card and I yeah, pulled a, and a I, major I, arcana and then you pulled a major <laughs> arcana and I pulled a wands card for transition. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see I the picture that. really quick? I love that so much. Holy fucking shit, dude. Oh, okay. I just want to hold my own. Oh my God. Nine of wands. Oh my God. I'm so excited. That's <laughs> you said, you said you had a wands card and I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> there he is. Here he is. Yeah, I want to see yours. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So um the nine of wands is a is a bro. He has eight he's wands. a bro. <laughs> he's a, is he's a bro. Uh he has eight wands behind him. He's standing in a grassy field. There's not really a lot in the background of mine it's like maybe some mountains maybe some dunes but they're kind of like far off um and then he is holding one of the wands and he's kind of leaning on it he has a bandage around his head um and he's you know wearing this like tunic thing and he's got his sleeves rolled up and um he looks he's he's like pulling some serious side eye in my card yeah ditto he doesn't look happy he does not look happy so in my book the thing about the nine of wands is and again this was about transition for the podcast so like what what transitions what energy we're bringing into the next year yeah yeah which i will say that i feel that this got a little muddled by like my life generally that is not it feels more applicable to my life than it does to the podcast but the tagline in the book is undivided attention which i like for this um it's talking about uh the sun and the moon um when the sun and the moon pull in the same direction which in in a different deck the sun and moon are represented in the nine of wands in the Crowley deck, not the Rider Waite Smith. Um, when the sun and the moon pull in the same direction, our conscious wishes represented by the sun and our subconscious wishes represented by the moon are in alignment. It is as if big brother and little sister are walking hand in hand. Uh, whenever they're exactly opposite each other, we have a full moon, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it's basically like, uh, Okay, when we finally know consciously what our subconscious is trying to tell us, we might become agitated. Uh, Basically, it's about like, it might be hard to consciously be aware of what you subconsciously want. But for me, I was kind of interpreting that as like encouragement to move gracefully and graciously through that agitation um i really liked the idea of like taking yourself by the hand the sun moon big brother little sister um kind of vibes yeah i don't know again i was kind of like i don't uh, really 100 percent know what to make of this and that's okay too. I, yeah I, for me it just feels like determination and a willingness yeah. to keep on showing up and keep on going even if it's hard mm-hmm. even if you're having a tough day to continue mm-hmm. to show up and look look at everything you've already done yeah 
yeah that's true you've already planted yeah yeah, and you've already planted eight of those wands you're holding the ninth can you do it can you do one more can you do one more yeah yeah he has a my guy he has a little bandage on his head yeah mine does too yeah so i mean it and that could even be within the podcast relating to if you've had a shit day can you show up Mm, yeah can you yeah which I mean, we've had plenty of days like that where we were gonna plenty. record, but we had shit days, and we either still recorded or we or we just fucking did. But we still, <laughs> but we still did it. Like we're still, we still a year yeah. in. Like we still came mm-hmm. back to it when we could. Yeah, and I think, I think it's a nice card. I think it's. A, I think that's badass. I think this card is a little bit tough love. Oh yeah. I think it's which a is little why it, tough. Which is, which is why it makes sense to you, and it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I'd like the record to show that I, we didn't get tough love with my celebration card or yours really. (laughs) And I love this fucking card for us. That's true. You, you did get a very celebratory, celebratory, simple joy kind of card, but also kind of like a relish in your relish in your joy, but you ain't there yet. But yeah, but like where you are is not bad. Yeah. Where you are. Yeah. 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 No, I like, I, this is a good, yeah okay the chariot Mm -hmm. so the chariot is this armored man and he is Mm -hmm. in this very heavy looking chariot looks like it's made of stone or something this this card is i find one of the more complicated in the entirety of the decks because of how much symbolism is packed into one tiny little card yeah Um, yeah for example, you have a male and a female sphinx. The male is a black, mm-hmm. mostly black with a little bit of white, and the female is mostly white with a little bit of black. Pulling mm-hmm. the chariot, you have a square in the center of the warriors. I'm assuming he, he seems like a warrior. Is that a fair I think so. assessment? I feel um, like most people on chariots are either racing or fighting. Yeah, in war. it seems like some kind of warrior, some, whatever he is because he's wearing armor the center of his armor is a square which represents earth you've got um moon symbolism you've got all these runes it looks like on his other part of his (laughs) armor i don't really know there is a river or a moat in the background as well as a a kingdom um so the chariot for me it really is a fuckload happening in there's card. so much going on in this card and there's also wings at the front of the chariot with this it looks like a dreidel i don't mm-hmm. know what it is though mm-hmm. so for me this card this man has left the sanctuary and the safety of the kingdom and he is in this very heavy and honestly cumbersome chariot now and he can choose the direction he wants to go it's up to him and it's about moving forward with confidence and mm. it does kind of suggest victory or success, but so long as you don't act too rash and as long as you also connect and bring the divine energy with you, which is a very witchy thing to say, I recognize, but there is a lot of divine and relating back to source imagery within this card. So for the transition within the podcast, I think it is talking about 
moving forward and continuing to move forward, but also push, push yourself and just always root back and connect to the confidence that you, you should have after have done this, have, after doing it for a year. Yeah. Yeah. You can continue to go on and you should be going on. And the fact, I think the, honestly, I think the bewitching hour is a really good thing for us to be doing in relation to this card. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is so symbolic and it is so spiritual. There, there's so much. Yeah. You're so right. That, I do that, think that card in particular is jam packed, jam packed. It's, and there's a lot of, yeah, there's so much. Uh, so it's about moving forward, moving mm. forward with confidence, moving forward with grace and moving forward with your, with, with spirit. Yeah. And I think that's a good transition oh, for the next year. I love that's that. That's why I was so happy with mine. Was, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. And I, that's a good tra- how, transitional card too, because he's transitioning excellent. from the kingdom into the chariot yeah. onto yeah. the next. And the chariot is, is a vehicle that's, it, yeah, like it's it a vehicle denotes for motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Journey, journey. Yeah. <sighs> I love that for us. Doesn't it make you, I feel like the tarot for me can really help me feel like I'm on the right path or that I'm doing things. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I, <laughs> I have a different mm-hmm. relationship with the tarot. <laughs> But that could just be a difference in how we live our lives. You know what I mean? Like, I think for me, often what I find is like, actually often I get tough love from tarot. Maybe it's because you don't give it to yourself because I give myself tough love all the time. And I feel like sometimes I just need the reassurance that I'm not fucking everything up. I don't know. I mean, I think I give you a hard time for giving yourself more tough love. I, I, I have a pretty chatty inner critic. Okay. Okay. pretty mean to myself sometimes like who isn't you know but yeah I, I yeah I don't know I yeah geez I don't know I, I feel like the tarot which I mean this is this has a lot to do with how I approach it too right like I I use the tarot because I find it hard to connect with like how I'm actually feeling in the moment like often right. like like uh, this happens all the time where I'm like, okay, this really intense thing is happening right now. And I can intellectually recognize that. Right. But I won't emote about it until like three days later. Yeah. Like legitimately, like that happens all the time. And there's just millions of things that come into that (laughs) that we don't have time for tonight or, you know, across the entire span of the podcast probably. But, um, that's that's what I approach the tarot for so I think a lot of the times the tarot is like this is how you feel and if I'm like coming to the tarot when I'm feeling heavy shit then like you're gonna get heavy I'm gonna get heavy shit you know yes yeah yeah and I've also noticed that I don't like the answers I get and I don't feel like I got I'm just like, oh, that was a waste of my time. If I don't kind of prep and do the proper things that I need to do in order to yeah, connect yeah. with, because I, for me, the tarot is just a way to connect with guidance. And yeah, that could yeah. be from whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, with source, with the divine, with God, mm-hmm. with your guides, with angels, with whatever, with your ancestors, whatever. Yeah. And so I just feel like 
showing up and honoring that kind of relationship. If I do that, then I get answers I like. But yeah. if I just start throwing cards willy nilly and I don't really yeah. take the time and I just kind of don't like what I get. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, the relationship with the tarot is a relation, any kind of relationship. It's if you put in the work, you're going to get good results. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, yeah. I like that. Well, be a good friend to your deck, friends. Friend <laughs> All the folks deck. at home, be a good friends, friend to your deck. Friends, don't let friends not be friends to their decks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stupid thing that I just said that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> I think I like the other thing you said better. Okay. I think I know what the other thing is that you liked. Uh, friends, don't let. I'm still writing this down. Um, Do we have anything else? I think that that is everything that I know that that's everything that I have. Um, that's everything I have as well. I, how do you feel about, okay. In the spirit of transition and growing the podcast, <laughs> I just had this idea. What? Instagram reels are a very important way to grow your social I know. Media presence. Yes. I would like to propose that our first Instagram reel should happen right now. And it should be me doing my Viking funeral. Please do. Please with, do. With my origami boat. Okay. Please do it. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be really anticlimactic for people listening because it's just gonna be me fucking recording <laughs> a video. But here we are. Does anybody know how to do an Instagram really? Because <laughs> uh, I sure fucking don't. Okay, hang on, hang on do the little square plus oh my gosh i think i think i have it this is what this is oh, my karma yeah. for making you listen to me read out loud <laughs> last week my oh karma my is watching gosh. you try to figure out how to use instagram reels although okay jokes jokes on you because i already figured it out so <laughs> do you have I a do you have a file amazing i have, have a lighter yes okay i'm gonna put my mic down so that i can do this um I'm going to take a sec, speaking of respecting the relationships, I want to take a sec and just think about what I'm doing and just connect to it. Celebration and transition. I love this for us. Okay. Putting my mic down. About to record our first reel. <laughs> Very excited. I feel like I need to fill. <laughs> the airtime with with something and i'm desperately trying to think of something to talk about and you could i talk nothing. about you could talk about how anticlimactic this is going to be when like my paper doesn't light on fire or something or it just sinks immediately <laughs> my boat well i can't see it so i will see it on instagram as well for the first time no 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 hang on oh suckers i can totally see it <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go how about this? I know what I'm going to talk about while you light your thing on fire. I'm going to talk about how as much as this podcast is about the relationship we have with each other and our friendship and carving out time for friendship, it is also such a joy and a pleasure to interact with anyone who listens. And I literally cannot believe anyone does. Um. <laughs> It, it's it's honestly shocking so you know who you are and i we've also kind of gushed and talked about 
those people. Thank you so much for listening. Oh man, it's just, it's a wild thing that we're doing. Aww. You know, I, it's always so funny yeah. too, because you hear influencers, we're not influenced, but you hear influencers like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love you guys. And I get it because people just tell you how wonderful you are, despite the fact that you do and say stupid shit. <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's more than that, right? When it's, I know well, I'm just I, trying I mean, to make a joke. Yeah, that's fair. I know you are. I, I just, now you got me all gushy about all the people that listen to the podcast. I'm, I'm grateful for, for those people that love us and support us in our yeah. in community and, with us in that way. We show up and we make the podcast but you guys show up and listen and it's astounding right it's like it's like books right like it's technically technically that like every book in the world is just this like dead tree with some Mm -hmm. marks on it Mm -hmm. until someone reads it until someone brings it back to life and every with their own unique imagination too yes yes every podcast is just a shout into the void until someone listens <laughs> until to it. Until someone listens. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Oh, we're getting very sweet. Oh, we're getting so sappy. Hmm. My Viking funeral is over. I'm glad that the podcast is a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I we we have to end it there. Okay. To the, to the outro. <laughs> great episode oh my god i'm so happy (laughs) i'm really happy we were really sweet usually i feel like we try to be funny but i didn't want to be funny in this episode i'm just happy yeah i think that's i think that's good i think it makes a lot of sense um okay outro i thought that was the outro (laughs) (laughs) well it's part of the outro now so (laughs) if you want to talk to us on instagram (laughs) at white underscore noise underscore podcast underscore (laughs) i'm so i love us so much that like i want to include every single thing that we say in every single episode like i always this the shit that i cut out like when we like chat in between things i'm always like oh but this is funny too (laughs) all right if you want to shoot us an email go ahead at a.white.noise.podcast at gmail.com and we will see you soon next week i don't know (laughs) sometime sometime we'll see you for we'll see you another another round of white noise pod you later pod you later Thank you.